Hi, everyone. I'm Allison Ramsey. Welcome to the Empire Life podcast, where we talk with entrepreneurs about creating and building their own online empires. And we help entrepreneurs to build their online empires and launch their live events. And today I'm with Cash, and we're going to be talking about some of his personal experiences in building his own online empire. And he is a transformational coach. He's gone through amazing transformational shifts within his own personal life and with his company and business. And will you like to talk a little bit, Cash, about yourself? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Really good to, be, to have uh, this conversation with you, Alison. And I appreciate you inviting me onto this call and inviting me uh, uh, to your Empire Life Network. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. And I really do thank you for that. So thank you. Um, but yeah, just getting back into what I do. I'm a, I'm a transformation coach. Now, the term transformation, um, it's something which um, I hold very dear to me. The reason why I say that is we all as people um, tend to go through shifts in life. We, get, we go through different points in life which demand us to kind of step up to our next level, right? And what I focus on solely is to help people find the, the, the seed within them to nurture, to get to that next level. That's essentially what I do because I've been through it myself. I think when you've actually gone through your own personal transformation, um, you are then in a position to give people an understanding of how they need to transform and go through the same uh, blueprint, so to speak, of what you've gone through. So it's, it's golden nuggets. I love sharing golden nuggets. I love giving as much info as I can to people. So that's what I do as a... Uh, as what my purpose is, I'd say, I say that's what my purpose that the universe has given me to, to serve. Um, uh, as a as a man, I'm a uh, I'm a I'm, I'm an amateur boxer, I box amateur. I'm an athlete. Um, I believe being an athlete has definitely played a, a vital role in um, what I do as a profession, uh, purely because of the tenacious attitude you have to have as an athlete. So when things get tough, like a lot of the times we do find that we are facing uh, difficult times and it, it forces us to level up our game to, to get to the next level. And that's what an athlete is all about, being an athlete. And every single person, I believe, as a fact, is an athlete. Everyone is. I don't care if you're 500 pounds or, or 200 pounds or 150 pounds, whatever you are, you're an athlete. You were born one. So it's just down to finding that core principle within yourself to transform into that. So that's something that I... Um, I live by. It's something that I, I go by and it's something that I try and uh, uh, invoke into my clients as well. That's perfect. I'm also an athlete. I completely relate to that. Cool. <laughs> and but I'm sure you don't take, I'm sure you don't take shots in the face, right? I'm an amateur boxer. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I push myself really hard at the gym and run and, and yeah. I've done um, golf and tennis and basketball and yeah I, I love sports too though and, and really pushing your body to the to the next level definitely a huge part of leveling up like you were saying it's I not, love oh go ahead sorry to cut you short it's not even just that it's it's a it's, it's another part of it it's down to what you're fueling your body with as an athlete oh, as yeah. well totally so it's it's interesting I just want to touch on something really quickly before we move on to the next point here um I've gone through a personal transformation myself where I was overweight and I lost all that weight and I got myself into impeccable uh, physical condition. And I found previously, whenever I used to try and get into shape, I was eating all the wrong food. But here 
I started to eat the right food and I noticed that my body re responded in the way it would respond in uh, naturally. Naturally, it will, it will respond for you to basically be in the best physical position to uh, achieve something that your, your body needs you to achieve. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. So, so sitting on the couch, it doesn't really uh, demand your body to be in any physical uh, position to to, uh, to do the types of things that you need to do, just sit on the couch. That's why you get fat. It's, it, your body's not put, being put to use. But being a boxer and eating right and, and training right, your body then responds to that and it then becomes uh, a spectacle, I'd say. Something really good that you, you, you're happy to look at and not just look at, but you feel great. The way you feel, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it raises your frequency, raises your energy. It is amazing. Yeah. And I, I wanted, uh, so is it okay if we, is that to move on yeah. to the next question? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Okay, sweet. So I wanted to touch on, you had mentioned to me before in our conversation about how you get in alignment with your childhood spirit and how that's been such a transformational shift for you. And you feel, you feel super alive when you're at the gym and really that's, that's what your childhood spirit will really desire and want from you can you give some tips about how you get in alignment with your childhood spirit and then like how your clients how kind of you lead your clients through that uh, absolutely yeah so i'm going to tell you going to take you back to a point where i actually went through um my personal transformation i always do believe every single person we do all face adversity in our lives all of us face difficult times and some of us don't find a way to kind of come out of that. Some of us stay wallowing in it for quite some time. Some people don't even come out of it. But I was fortunate enough to be given this gift of, of going through that situation and transforming and coming out of it. So I'm going to tell you what got me into that position in the first place. I, um, I was married in 2013. I got married, I'd say, for... Um, it, was more, it, was, it was quite a difficult situation because I loved the person that I, I, was, in, I was married to. But it was, it was a difficult situation for her. I think the timing was, it wasn't just the timing. It was a number of things. But the point is, at the end of that marriage, I experienced every single thing that you could attach to, every negative um, label that you can attach to a marriage, I experienced that. Besides physical abuse, which wasn't, it wasn't never physical, but it was more to the point of every single, every other thing that you could, you could experience, betrayal, um, uh, using a loads of things it was it was a very difficult time and especially when you wanted something to work with all your might and it just didn't work and uh, that in itself in 2014 i was living in china at the time when i went through this i never had no family no friends didn't have nothing lost all my money uh because due to the marriage and i was put in a position where i felt to kick the bucket i felt to basically throw in the towel and kill myself i felt to just top it because i felt everything that I wanted. I wanted the marriage to work so much and it didn't work. And um, for the whole of 2014, I went through a number of dark spots. I didn't uh, kick the bucket for obvious reasons, hence the reason I'm talking to you guys now. But what really got me going was um, how my mother thought about it. I thought, how, how would my mother react if, she, if I was to do this? So that was one thing that kept me in, kept me in the fight. And it got to a point where Throughout the whole year, I gained so much weight. I got up to like 86 kilos, which is close to 200 pounds. For my figure, I'm only five foot eight. I'm not a big guy. Quite five foot eight and a half. I'm not a tall guy. So for my figure, 200 pounds is quite a lot. That's quite a lot of weight I'm carrying. So I, um, I remember looking at myself in the mirror. This is in uh, the beginning of 2015, uh, around March time. I remember 
waking up in the morning. It was a polluted day in Beijing. Beijing has terrible pollution. So I woke up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I, I saw, I saw everything that I wanted leaving me, meaning everything that the child soul within myself wanted leaving me. I thought how disappointed he would be in what I was doing, how upset he would be in, in me, seeing me in the fashion that I was in and in the position that I was in. So I thought to myself, I thought, I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, you know something, I, I need to take control. If I'm not going to take control, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. I'm going to die out here. So I thought, I've got to do something about it. So I thought, I really started to journal. I started to think back of what I used to love to do as a child. And I thought, thought back to the things I used to, used to make me feel excited. Because I used to have, I've always had a zest for life as a kid. I always loved getting up and being around people and just, do, just doing something that, that uh, made me happy. And I found what that was when I was a kid. I used to love to box. I used to love boxing. And that stems back to my mother. My mum was into boxing when I was a child. I feel my mum's life, I've kind of replicated, so to speak, as, a, as an adult in certain instances. But um, I, I got back into boxing. I thought, you know something? I'm going to take st small steps. Every single day, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to try and work out. I worked out for six minutes straight every single, every single morning. I started to take control of the food that I was eating because, because in China... The food situation in China is terrible. I don't know if many of you people know about that, but uh, if you don't, just research it. You'll see what I'm talking about. They have fake eggs out there. They have fake vegetables and it's crazy. So like, you've got to take control. If you don't take control, you're going to, again, the, the society is going to swallow you. So I thought, okay, I need to start cooking my own food. So I was cooking all my own food. I was training by myself. I was, with each passing week, I was noticing myself losing weight. I was losing some. And then I thought, you know something? I should, I should find a boxing gym in Beijing. Let me try and find a boxing gym. I found one. And it was at that point I found my whole spectrum, my whole spirit come alive. Because first and foremost, it was my passion. It was something I loved to do as a kid. And I loved it as an adult still. And I found the people that I was that were in, in that gym, the people that I was meeting were in alignment to what I loved doing as a child. So I'll be jumping rope, laughing, listen, listen, listening to my coach, all that banter that we used to have in the gym. I was like, man, I love it. I thought, okay, I want to fight. So I had my first amateur fight whilst I was in China. Um, I drew that fight. I thought I won it, but I drew it. Um, but the point is, at that point, I started to attract so many positive people in China and China is a very negative place, but I was able to create a positive life whilst I was in China. And I was like, wow, if I was able to do that there, I can do this anywhere. So I was like, this is, this is nothing. And I found at that point, that personal transformation I went through, I thought, you know something, this is, this is just so simple. I thought if everyone just basically thinks back, to their child's soul. Just think back. When people say, oh yeah, uh, they, they complain, he's poor me and all the rest of it. I just think, just think back to that kid in you. Think back to that child's soul in you. You love that kid. Your kid wants you to win. Do not put, don't, do not let them down. That's who, that you've still got that child within you. So I found going through that situation, going through that whole negative experience, I would, I would say it was probably the biggest blessing that the universe has ever given me because it's enabled me now to look back and not just, I try not to look back, but just to look at that situation and understand that that was a, uh, a gift that the universe gave me in order for me to grow from. And every single person has that seed. When they're given adversity, every single person has that seed that they can create their, their ideal life out of. So it's something that can, that can enable you to transform.
Like the Chinese, they have a uh, one of their symbols for uh, for crisis. For, is uh, it's, it's there's two there's two symbols. One of them is danger, yeah, and the other symbol is opportunity. So the Chinese understood it, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. So I can't remember what the Chinese word is. I, I remembered when I used to live in China, but it, yeah. it basically means danger and opportunity. So they understand it. When you go through a crisis, there's an opportunity as well as danger. It depends on how you basically d you deal with it. It's a tightrope you're walking, but you could either fall or you can walk ahead. It's up to you. So it's something which I understood what I was doing. I understood what I had to do. And then essentially, I know how to package that now to help people uh, transform themselves to get to that point where they can level up their game. So, but touching on something else, every single thing that I wanted, like years ago that I wanted, like maybe when I was 25, I'm 32 now, but when I was 25, I wanted to be an entrepreneur then, but I was at university. I couldn't basically do two things, be a university student and be an entrepreneur at the same time. It's difficult. So I found that the entrepreneurial space, I started to attract the people within, within the space as well. I started to network with the right people. And again, it's down to me having that respect within self. And it's having that posture, job, job. you can basically, people can see that you're a person that walks their talk. It gives you that much more credibility when you're talking to people. So when you've gone through your own personal transformation, it's, it's a tough game. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of it, it's so worth it. I'll tell you that now. It's so worth it. It's and so worth it. And I'm hearing a little bit of a feedback. I'm hearing a little bit of a feedback. Hmm? Do you, you maybe Sorry? You maybe want to, I'm hearing a little bit of feedback. Uh, headphones? I put my headphones in. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know what's happening there. It might be my phone because my phone's next to my, uh, my computer. Let me move that away. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, I don't hear any more feedback. I think it was my phone. I just put it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. no worries. If you get that again, just let me know and I'll, uh, I'll put the headphones oh, in, okay? Okay, perfect. I think we're yeah, okay. I, I, com I completely am resonating, and I'm sure our tribe is completely resonating with what you're talking about. And <clears throat> also, like, going through it and feeling it and realizing you can come out on the other side and how much you've learned. And you reminded me about how that's part of the gift, too, and mentoring and coaching and then showing other people how to go through those transformations because we've been giving that we've been given that gift that we were able to move through some really difficult situations and transform ourselves and then we can mentor other people and give the gift back again and that's just that's what it's all about adding that value and giving back the gifts that you've been given and it's it, it's it's interesting because people um I think if you've gone through a certain situation, there's always someone who needs to hear it. Because oh, if people yeah. hear how you transformed, it enables them to realize, listen, I, if they were able to do it, how do they do it? You get an understanding, and that essentially will plant a seed in your head. It will help you. It definitely will help you. Yes. But, but it goes back to what... Um, there was something my uncle said to me when I was, when I was very young. It was, it was to do with... Uh, uh, with the universe and basically things moving out of the way in order for them to serve you. So when I was talking about my, my marriage failing, for instance, the reason why it failed, I look at it now and I understand it was more to do with the universe moving things out of the way in order for me to get what I want. Like my, my ex-wife, she wouldn't have served, I'm not trying to say anything bad, but she wouldn't have served me to get to the position in which I'm in right now. She did serve it absolutely to get here because I, I went through that divorce. But I mean, with her, it would never have happened. Would never have happened. So in order for me to kind of progress, I had to 
certain people leave your life, certain people come in them, certain people come back and they leave, and uh, that's how life is. And it's, uh, it goes back to a metaphor that I was, I was shared, uh, my uncle had shared with me when I was very young, when I was like 17 years old. He had told me that life uh, is like a freeway. And uh, on the freeway, like you're a car, like imagine you're a car on the freeway and you see another car on the freeway and you're like, you're looking at it and you're really loving it, you're, you're admiring it and they're admiring you. And then like that car, it would get off the freeway and at that junction and you'd carry on going. But then that car may join back on the freeway again and you, you would enjoy the ride again, right? But you, do nev you never look back, you keep on going forward and you'll meet more and more people. These cars are obviously metaphorically uh, connected to people. This is what I'm making a reference to. You're not going down there, so you understand what I mean. But uh, it's, it's something which uh, really, really made sense. And, it, and I, I'd always go back to these golden nuggets that were shared with me when I was younger, through books, through uh, situations that I've been in, and understanding. I think when you go a bit deeper and you understand, you then get a better understanding of how uh, you need to basically treat life. Not just life, but how you need to treat people. Yes, and I love how you were touching on it helps you to let go of that resistance. This is this has to work out. I have to have this person in my life. I can't lose this person or I'll have failed in some way to let go of this relationship. And it really helps you to let go of all those kind of ideas and those those resistances in those situations. Like, okay, well, it's okay. We, this can be like an ebb and flow. We're having fun right now. I'm in the present moment. We're going along the freeway together and then they make it off and I need to let them serve their path. I need to, to really hold that space for them. That is you showing them support also in love. Like, yeah, you need to go do your thing and let's catch back up later. If we don't, we don't. If we do, we do. Exactly. It's amazing. It, you were saying it makes your life so much easier and more flowing. Yeah, absolutely. It makes it things makes, easy. Not just easy, it yeah. makes it perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Completely. Uh, you're yes. coming back to like, it's all perfect. It's all working out. Yeah, absolutely. That's perfect. And I, I, do you have something more to say on that topic? Uh, I think we covered, it, covered that pretty well, I think. Okay, perfect. Unless so, you want me to elaborate any further, do you? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. We're good. I was, since you lived abroad and you lived in a few different countries, I would love for you to share, and we're organizing a, a huge event for Empire, for Empire Life, for entrepreneurs to learn how to build their empires online in this upcoming summer in Argentina is going to be our first one. And it's a lot about like going out of your comfort zone, adapting, becoming flexible, and all of these travel experiences, becoming more empathetic, towards other people's views and visions on life and you've had so many of amazing gold, golden nuggets from your experiencing your experiences living abroad and traveling will you love to share some of those of how that yeah, has affected sure. your life so when i finished university i, I wanted to be a, a a teacher initially i wanted to go into art school i'll be an art teacher in the uk in the uk because my background i'm a graphic designer my background's uh graphic design i studied graphic design at, at university but um I went to Thailand initially. I thought, let me go to Thailand, teach English for a year and see how I like it. Um, although I did, I liked teaching, but I thought it wasn't really serving what my purpose was. Although it was serving in a sense, it wasn't serving to the purpose of which I believed I was put here for. So it set the foundations, definitely set the foundations. Um, I then moved uh, to China. 
and it was in China, I traveled around quite a bit. I, again, it, China taught me a lot. I'd say it taught me more than what Thailand did. Thailand was a more of a, uh, the, the people in Thailand were very welcoming because the, they're used to tourism. They're used to, the, to foreigners coming in. China was a place which is, it's only opened its doors for 30 years. And on top of that, uh, there's over 1.4 billion people there. So like there's more Chinese people than anything. So when you come in there as a foreigner, you you stick out like a sore thumb. So I think understanding why people are the way they are, like even here, like when you when I'm back in the UK, after traveling, understanding what um, I experienced then and coming back to the UK now, it's made me more of a, of a complete leader. It's made me more of a complete person because I think whilst you're walking on this earth, it's important not just to limit yourself to where you are. You need to expand. You need to go out and see the world. You need to basically go and meet more of your uh, soul brothers and sisters because all of us are connected, every single one of us. And it's important to understand why people are the way they are, why they do the things that they do. <laughs> but there's no, end of the day, there's no, I'm right, you're wrong here. What we need to understand is, is how you see the world is how you've been conditioned, right? So when you understand how people have been conditioned, that enables you to understand the world. Really, it helps you understand the world. Enough, everything becomes that much more simpler. Things become that much more easier for you to digest. So I'd say traveling definitely gave that to me, 100%. Especially my time in China, my time in the Philippines, my time in Asia, just in Asia in general. It really opened up my eyes to what, uh, what the world is all about, definitely. So um, coming back to England, like coming back to London in, uh, last year, um, I really started to appreciate um, what I have here. I started to appreciate um, the culture that I have here because, again, this is what I've been used to my whole life. And whilst I traveled, I experienced different types of highs and lows. But I started to understand, appreciate the things that I didn't appreciate whilst I was here. And one of them things was just people smiling and saying hello to me. Something like that. I didn't get that in China. Or, or people just being polite with each other. Like them, these, these are little things that I just, I, did, I missed. I missed these types of things. So, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Is, I'm, I'm still getting, I'm getting a little bit of feedback. Is it? Are you? <laughs> yeah. Let me put my headphones in. Hold on. Hope, hopefully this will, uh, this will sort that out. Sort that. I apologize. Hold on. Uh, how's that now? Is that okay? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. And they, look good. they look good too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, will you have? I love. I love the metaphor that you gave about the cars and really living in the present and like really getting out of your comfort zone, going through those transformational shifts. And like to summarize, do you have anything else before we hop off that you will love to share with the tribe? Like any golden nuggets before? I would say the most important thing I would say for anyone, like if you're, if any of you are going through uh, any, any sort of challenge that you're facing right at this point, I would say a lot of the times us as people, we stress about things that we think are going to be there forever. I always say to people, any of my coaching clients, I always say, listen, you, the issues you're going through right now, because this is why I try and make sure that there's, if there's any point in me even dealing with it, yeah. Of, on a long-term basis. I always say this to my coaching clients. Say, listen, one year from now, will this issue be a problem? Mm. Will, will it be a problem for you one year from now? If they say no, I say, okay, we're not going to focus on that then. We'll give it a bit of time, but we're not, that's not going to be the whole 
debate, like for example, oh, my sister, we're not getting along at the moment. I'm like, okay, one year from now, will it be a problem? If it's not, we're not going to focus on it. If it is, and uh, maybe we can find a way we can, we can trans, we can uh, uh, find a way we can get over that. Okay. So that's one thing I'd share. I'd love to share with all of the people um, uh, in your network. I'd love for them to understand that. But on top of that, um, understanding what I shared previously about the child's self, about your child's soul. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, if any of you do meditate, if any of you do go through meditation, I always say there's a certain type of meditation that I have, which does focus a lot on that, focus a lot on the heart. And I believe the heart, the conviction of it is related a lot to what you experienced in your earlier years, what your true self is. So I'd say always try and stay in alignment with that. Always try and stay in alignment with that. If you don't know what your alignment is, best thing to do is to really just take a step back. If you don't ask people what you used to love doing as a kid, get an understanding and start to journal, meditate on it, get an understanding. Once you get that, that's when you put the work in. That's where the real, the real power is and really unleashing all yep. of you. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> And again, I want to let the tribe know that you do transformational coaching and you do one-on-one -on -one and group coaching. And also, yep. also you're an international speaker. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of your experiences and, and the people can contact you through Cashman on Facebook. On Facebook, I also have a, uh, a website which is due to be going up uh, later on this, I think in a couple of weeks. It's at livebusinessevents.com uh, forward slash cash. That's my actual funnel. You can go through there and fill out a coaching form right there. Um, I've also, I'm also an investor. I invest in, uh, in cryptocurrencies as well as uh, I, I believe it is important to know where to put your money. I think your finances are a very important factor if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a, a transformational coach. So I do focus on things like that as well. Again, that's not a central part of my coaching, but it is something I do touch on as well. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much again for joining us on Empire Life. And we'll I look forward, to, look forward to speaking soon. I look forward to speaking at one of your events, definitely. Yes, perfect. Much love. Thank you. Much love.